3: riddle me that The rest of y'all know where I'm lurking at. Can none of y'all
0: mirror me back? Yeah, hear me rap. It's can G-Rapping is prime. I'm young H-O. Raps great for dead. to take over the globe. Now break.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very... Special episode on One Heat Productions. It is not Miami Nice, despite my partner in crime here sitting here with me at 11.47 on a Saturday night. Katie Walsh. Hello. Hello, hello. And it yes. is not and it is not an increment vice, rather, with Travis Woods, uh, the great host of Increment Vice, who recently also, with all three of us been talking on stages in Los Angeles. Say hello, Travis. Howdy, everybody. It is a Increment. Nice. This is us. A confluence. This is a superhero movie team up. It's the Avengers of one heat minute productions coming together um, to really just gush and chat about the amazing folks um, who made the recent American Cinematheque Friends of the Fest podcast festival screenings of both Miami Vice and Increment Vice, so damn special. So we are doing a virtual Vice Summit when I know that Travis and Katie conducted a physical Vice Summit in LA. How are we all? It's so nice. This is us taking the group chat to the mics. It's really fun to talk all of us together. This makes me so happy.
5: Yes, it was so fun to be in person with all, you know, listeners who traveled from far and wide and to meet up with some of our guests uh, who I had never met before. And um, just to like see everybody come out was like so much fun. I also like I it was funny thinking about all the commonalities. I Travis actually brought up the commonalities in our movies, which, you know, both have vice in the title, but are also about like sad, horny detectives. And so it was <laughs> interesting. Vertical integration. Yes. It was interesting seeing those comparisons be made. And honestly, I think not that it's a competition, but I think we had the best screenings of the festival, <laughs> but I didn't go to any of the other ones, so I wouldn't know. I I do want to
4: I do want to quickly shout out one person who I forgot to give a shout out on the night, who we all I think love, the great Ben David Grabinski was in the crowd of Miami Vice and yes. was doing some wonderful posts particularly saying things like this is the best night of my life um in yes. true Ben David um into uh true Ben David fashion and Brian Leo O'Malley co-creator of oh creator rather of Scott Pilgrim versus the world and now is collaborating with Ben David on Scott Pilgrim takes off um he was in the audience with Ben David he was his guest and after seeing us on the stage Katie said I listened to their podcast, and I was like man that is the, the Venn diagram of what, what people would enjoy the nonsense that we spout all three of us I was like that is fucking really cool I was I mean apart from others you know other celebrities you may talk about who popped along and showed their love of these movies I, I was like I, I wanted to shout out Ben David because he was doing some really fire only Ben David possible Instagram oh, tweets it was great total,
5: he, I love his his such pure enthusiasm and love. And I was sitting in the very back row right next to the door because it was like our reserved seating. And also I kept having to pop out because there were people making noise in the lobby and I kept (laughs) popping out to yell at them to be quiet. And, um, uh, I, I also was just kind of like nervous and thank you, Travis for bringing me a mango mojito because it really (laughs) helped me after the intro. But, um, Ben David, at the end of the movie, he 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 walks right by my seat on his way out and he just sort of looks at me and he goes, I love movies. And I'm like, (laughs) this is just I don't know. He was just bursting with uh, enthusiasm for, you know, seeing that on the big screen. And I also loved going on Letterboxd after the screening. And it was just like the entire line of recently watched was like um, was all Miami Vice and and seeing a lot of the reviews and stuff on letterbox and people who saw the um movie you know for the millionth time or for the first time i think i think it was really special i'm i can't believe we haven't had an encore yet but um i hope that they see how much enthusiasm there is for this movie because i mean the tickets were like wheeling and i mean we sold out in like 36 hours and then the tickets people were begging for tickets on twitter and trading and horse dealing and all this <laughs> stuff, so. You know, people were really enthusiastic to see this on the big screen.
6: Yes, Cinematech. Where's, uh, where's that numb encore? Where's that <laughs> the numb exactly.
4: encore? I mean, it, uh, just,
5: it just sells itself. It sells itself. Really I know. It does. really, it truly does. Truly.
6: And uh, uh, I got to say, um, I sat in the back uh, with Katie for that. And so I was kind of watching the crowd as much as I was watching the movie. And I don't recall. When I have seen a more joyous, (laughs) ready-to-encounter-the-movie-on-its-own-terms kind of audience, I have not seen that in a minute. Uh, An audience like that, Uh, you know, that that gif where there's all these people at a bar watching a sport sporting event, but the the sporting event has been replaced with the opening (laughs) shot of the theatrical cut of Miami Vice and everyone cheers and loses their mind. That is exactly what happened when the movie kicked in uh, the the opening night of the friend of the fest fest uh, is that, uh, yeah, the crowd just went nuts and and they went nuts. Uh for all of the right moments, you know, you, you, there were, there were, you, you know, you, you sometimes worry that you're going to get a crowd that, that thinks they're better than a movie and they're going to mm-hmm. try to performatively poke at it and laugh at it a little bit. This crowd, they knew to laugh every time someone said drop in loads,
4: they, uh, <laughs> um, and they knew not you know, to drink. More importantly, when someone yes. says loads, cause that is death.
6: <laughs> they knew they, you know, they knew to, they knew to laugh knowingly. at Well, my mommy and my daddy, they know me. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, or my how he says it uh but but they also like they got the sadness they you know there was no you know there's a lot of you know very kind of uh, uh melodramatic moments in the film that could invite a, a a painfully hip audience to giggle or to mock and th- th- instead you could feel like you could feel chests shuddering and heaving sighs when um uh Gong Lee and Colin Farrell they part ways And, and so it was just it was an audience that was so wanting to see this movie on the big screen and just experience it purely and I gotta say I gotta say um obviously uh this screening happened because of Miami Nice but I gotta say I feel like that the feelings the audience brought to this that the the cultural conversation mm-hmm. about Miami Vice has been so wildly electrified and redirected by Miami nice like um obviously traffic, the screen wouldn't right. happen without Miami nice but I don't think that there would be crowds like this grind and ready for this movie had it not been for your guys show and and listening to it over the last few years especially you know it wouldn't you know everyone's locked up and can't go anywhere um, I think that you guys kind of taught the audience like mm-hmm. what this movie is and how yes. to experience it the right way. Uh, not that there's a right or a wrong way, but experience it the most fun yeah. way, let's say uh, and being able to sit in the back row uh and just watch the crowd watch the movie it was it was so much fun i i I, I had so much fun watching them watch it,
5: yeah, i um, that's so nice of you to say I, I felt beautiful. afterwards like. You know obviously it was like a moment for us to reflect on the podcast um and sort of what it's become and i it's you know just experiencing the excitement of all the people in that room i was just like i'm just a vessel like if, <laughs> if my yeah. purpose is just to like be a channel through which people can Talk about how much they love Miami Vice or or like, you know, what? I'm not like an expert on this movie. I mean, I kind of am at this point, but like i was like, going to say you are. But I'm just like, if this is just how I'm like allowing people to <laughs> enjoy this movie, then that's all that matters. Um, and just creating that space for it, whatever. But I also I'm very like pro. This is my hottest take of all time. I like when people laugh at rep screenings, I know it will get me canceled, but, um, <laughs> but so I am very pro, you know, people enjoying a movie like that in a, in that setting. But, um, and then whenever the scolds get on Twitter and they're like, people were laughing at this, I am was like, oh, get over yourself. But, uh, I do know, I, I do think that this crowd laughed at all the right parts were, you know, silent at all the right parts, you know, like it was a very good uh reception I do <laughs> at the very end when it goes right to the credits I did I could not re- um help myself I did scream let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was just so overcome the fucking music and you know it always it's like it's when we do the discord screenings and we're just like ah i'm gonna go like rip a phone book in half or something like (laughs) that's kind of how i felt so (laughs) but i I, I also was gonna say i think there's so many people fans of this movie who have never seen it in a theater because they're uh, like yeah, yeah younger or um they just came around to it a few years ago like we had our former guest um, Brandon Shroying, who was like visiting from Pittsburgh, he had never seen it on the big screen, and it's like one of his favorite movies of all time. And I was so glad that he happened to be in LA for this, and like uh, that he was able to come out for it, and it was just wild, you know. So yeah, I just think a lot of people had never seen it on the big screen, so it's like a very special experience.
4: That's the yeah, one that's thing a, I. Re- that's the one thing I regret when you just said like Gong Li's face. The, the feeling that we've gotten to have, because we've done a couple of virtual screenings of the Miami Nice Cut and we've done it. And when Gong Lee's face hits that final screen, like if you see our chat, because this is live, very interactive, silly like jokes and stuff like at that point, the entire crew of people who are often watching this virtually with us are all like telling everyone how much they love each other. Like, it's like, yeah. everyone doesn't even know what to do with all the feelings they have anymore. You just go, I love you guys. I love this movie. I'm really <laughs> emotional. I'm like six meters in, I'm fucking absolutely unhinged. And I just yeah. want to tell you, I love you all. I'm going to go have a lay down by myself and maybe a little cry. And yeah. that's so, that's just amazing.
5: Yeah. And um I was so glad so I did get to have mojitos beforehand with the legend Elliot Correttz, who has been on our podcast twice, the sound super the supervising sound editor, and Joseph Sai, who worked for him on Miami Vice and connected us to Elliot. And we have to have Joseph on a podcast we soon. We have to. Um, he just messaged me that he's like looking for his like Miami Vice, like journal or, like, notebook so that oh, he God. can, like, bring up all the memories Publish and stuff. Publish I know, that. I know. So, um we're going to have him on soon. But, I, yeah, I got to have some mojitos with them. And they shared some off-mic stories with me. So, <laughs> I will not oh. share any of those now. But... The yeah, vault. they they share the in-person stories, but, and then afterwards we got, um, we all went to the Dresden and had drinks, um, with a bunch of former guests of the podcast and friends and people who had just showed up and it was really fun. I have to share a very funny story about that, which is that, so we show up at the Dresden. I have like 20 people with me. The Wade staff are looking at me like, I fucking hate you. Um, we go sit outside. They're like, oh brother, why, what the hell's going on with all these people? But then at the end of the night, the waitress was like, You guys are great. Like, I really like you guys. And then she's like,
2: <laughs> what, God, What's the occasion?
5: Yes. So then she's like, What's the occasion? And we're like, Oh, we we're at this uh, Miami Vice screening. And then she goes, Oh, I used to work for Michael Mann. <laughs> this happens. I swear to God, this is the second time this has happened it's a to me small, where I've.
4: Small world, man. I,
5: yes, where I've like mentioned in an offhand way michael mann to a random person and then they're like oh my dad was his mentor or like i worked for him (laughs) So, so the waitress is like i worked for him and then we're like what so we start grilling her as we're leaving and apparently she worked in forward pass office like as an office assistant or i don't she i don't remember exactly what but she was telling us the story it was around the time of the insider so she was telling us the story about how she had a, a pepper spray that was shaped like a perfume bottle and someone was like oh what's this and like sprayed it and sprayed everyone in the office and like, oh <laughs> like pepper God. spray like got on michael man <laughs> and he had to like <laughs> run out of the room <laughs> and it was just this like really random story do you remember this Travis were you there for that
6: no no that's what I'm saying I forgot about like I forgot about this that you brought it up but no like that was such a um it was such a lovely night overall and uh once we got past the oh man they're so pissed at us for bringing 20 people to this bar um (laughs) uh you know it was so fun to sit out and just you know we were talking and you were doing you were, you were holding court kind of at the head of this very long. <laughs> I made,
5: I made, every, yeah, I
6: made
5: everyone go around because it was a bunch of people who I all, I knew everyone, but they didn't know each other. So I like summer camp icebreaker camp counselor, big sis vibes, which is my energy made everyone say what their favorite part of the movie was. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Travis, what's your favorite part of the movie? Corey? josh like i just like (laughs) interviewed everyone it was hilarious and so we're doing that yeah
6: and we're having these great kumbaya vibes and we're you know um, drinks are being had and you know it's just a great night and then you know to close it to have the the exclamation point of the evening be this very very uh very nice waitress who turned out to be you know very kind who's like oh yeah i know michael man yeah i sprayed him with uh, pepper
4: spray this one time by accident and (laughs) uh you know just lays out if that, that story. young lady is listening
5: there's a bonus
4: episode of miami <laughs> nice yeah. all, just exclusively that story that.
5: right we gotta go back to the dresden and like
4: <laughs> find and go, her and just go like here's my instagram follow me we need to zoom for like an hour
5: yeah it was so funny i was just like oh of course like i don't know there's just something weirdly cosmic about these things. Because I I think I shared the story on the Discord last year, but when I was in Santa Cruz uh, a year ago for my sister's wedding, I made my family watch Heat, which was delightful. But then I was talking to the Airbnb owner and I was like, oh, I logged you out of your Amazon because we were watching a movie. And he was like, oh, what movie did you watch? And I said, oh, Heat. And he was like, oh, my dad was um, Robert Lewin, I think is his name, who wrote on hawaii 5 and basically taught michael mann how to write tv and was like his mentor and um yeah, i know it was so crazy and he's like oh yeah i used to like go to his house in venice and he was just like a beach hippie and like um my my dad was really close with him and he gave a eulogy at, at the writers guild i was just like this is so fucking weird that the owner of this house is like connected of to an him airbnb
4: way. of an airbnb in santa in cruz in it's
5: like what i know it was so bizarre um yeah it, so and he like yeah shared this like really moving story about the eulogy and his dad and all this stuff and how close they were it was just like there is something weirdly cosmic like there we will somehow run into someone who knows him in a in a way so
6: oh my god so wonderful! He binds, us. he binds us all together.
5: So
4: yes. after after the beautiful vice summit, um, which I did briefly, uh, call. I was calling Katie, but she was in 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 the in the throes of going <laughs> I mean, around the well, tables. So you know, Katie's big business now; that yeah. she had her screening, so she didn't answer her phone. She doesn't have to answer no. her phone. Now. And then she I called Travis, business. and Travis showed my face, and I was so happy to see all of you. I was very excited watching all of you guys around the table. It was awesome. So that was that was wonderful. Um, but then just a couple of nights later uh we go for an inherent vice screening which eventually sold out as well and travis do you want to talk about like some of the uh mind-blowing uh guests uh uh, that you would deeply admire that popped up uh at that screening as well oh sure uh
6: so yeah uh again thanks to the wonderful american Tech, they put on a a screening of uh inherent vice for increment vice and um i was uh I was handing out the frozen chocolate-covered bananas to the crowd in the audience, as mm-hmm. promised, um, and uh, going down the line, it was so cool. Just to be like at the very... like There was Courtney Howard, who has been a guest on so multiple nice. shows, uh, including Increment Vice, Advice, you know? And so it was cool to start seeing some of the show guests were lining up. Uh, speaking of show guests, a uh, big shout-out to our buddy, a great uh crime fiction author jordan harper who literally had just gotten off a fucking plane from tokyo and was out of his mind with jet lag <laughs> like he was jordan's like one of the more put together people that i know like very you know just very straight ahead very focused uh and he was as out of it like you could just see his <laughs> eyes weren't sinking with the world around him he was so he was so fucking tired. And if you've listened to Increment Vice, you know he's not even that big a fan of the film Inherent Vice. So he was really putting himself out there for like uh OHM loyalty. Uh it's yeah, your very, movie husband. A very, yeah. Yeah, he's my movie husband. And he was very <laughs> bummed. He was so bummed. As as I've been to uh to Japan as well, and it's a life-changing experience, and it's wonderful, and it's beautiful. And I think he had very much the same kind of experience. Even that said. Be, the fact that he was over in one of the greatest places on earth having the time of his life he was so bummed he was not here for miami vice he so wanted to be here for that but uh God. yeah he was drifting off the street and into the line uh and then um you know if we're if we're gonna talk about he's oh hey look at this cool p- cool person who's who's at our silly little show um uh Parin kusama and phil hay were both there uh scared the Wild shit man. out of me um <laughs> uh <laughs> uh
4: definitely Kills. gave them
6: seats in our back row so they uh because that's 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 apparently that's, uh, that's the that's their that's her turf that i know i noticed i've seen her show she likes she likes that that back row so we uh so we gave her some seats and it was just it was very cool to see them there because um speaking of films of this nature uh their film destroyer i'm just gonna random shout out say i think that is one of the great scripts of the 21st century uh and it is one of the great neo-noirs of the 21st century and it's a film that uh uh you know when they were asking us you know what movies if we can't do the actual movie subject of your podcast are there ancillary movies that you would like to have screened you know like this movie or that movie like which and you know I i was saying stuff like uh you know under the silver lake and cutter's way but uh destroyer would be another one that i think would fit very well as an alternate screening if we were doing like a miami vice fest an inherent vice fest yeah mm-hmm. uh, destroyer would be on my list
4: so yeah yeah um, absolutely I have, a a sto- of cool- I, have i told you the story about what phil hay did so phil hay is an absolute sweetheart phil and karen i'm so lucky had them on to talk about parallax view um on on a show together um uh, at the end of all the president's minutes, we kind of did a little bonus, a couple of episodes on parallax, which I was really excited to do. Cause I did a commentary track for the, um, for the imprint films version of it. And Phil was, became a fan of one heat minute. He was on one of the final episodes of the show and he introduced Chris Nolan to one heat minute.
5: Oh my God. Oh, he my told
4: God. Chris Nolan about the show and like got me a quote from chris nolan about the show like when we were wrapping up because he was like i don't know, like he's like i'm not sure if he'd be a guest but i told him about the show and he was like oh that's that's like a great idea like that's a great that's a was great that the premise. quote yeah that's the quote like I, i've i still got it i'll find i'll find it it was like I, it's it's still on if you go to one hit minute um like the one minute.com and you go to the like the actual podcast the quote um that's a great idea from chris nolan was from a conversation like that happened with text and stuff like that between he and phil Hay. and he shared it with me so we posted it on the site because he had a quote from chris nolan about the show so
5: that's amazing
4: yeah he's he's a legend love phil got an incredible amount of time for him he's such a sweetheart and such an incredible incredibly talented writer um and yeah just so it, it, it both surprised me and shocked me and it was awesome but i was like oh no that seems like a you know, um, the funnest game I've, one of the funnest games I've ever played on a podcast. Like I, I didn't give Phil or Karen an assignment um, on Parallax. I said I'm gonna guess your favorite scene in this movie from what I know about your work. Um, and uh, and I guessed Phil's, and I also guessed Karen's. And there's so many Karen-esque scenes in uh, Inherent Vice, particularly that I'm like, I, I can see that being like a Karen scene. Like that's a scene she would have in her movies, you know. So yeah, so awesome that they were there. We'll be right back after this quick break.
6: Well, you know, to counter your Nolan story, Phil and Karin politely said hello to me. So I'm not sweating <laughs> it either. You almost
4: spontaneously combusted, <laughs> I bet.
6: Oh my God, I really wanted to. I, I honestly, like, I would have canceled the screening if I could have just to sit down <laughs> and talk to them a little bit about Destroyer. I so, like, was so, I so wanted to pick their brains about Destroyer so fucking badly. Uh, And that's right when I had to get pulled away. But um, I also want to say uh, thanks to uh, Katie. She showed up. Uh, She was uh, back
4: rowing it with us again um mm-hmm. and she filmed if people want to check out one eight minute like on patreon one eight minute um we did put the video introductions and my my highlight of the video of, of our uh increment vice screening is katie's cackle when she sees me like I, it's so <laughs> yeah. identifiably katie that i was like it was like that's my only audience member i was caring about in that audience when i pop <laughs> on the screen looking like bigfoot with my wig and my shirt open and uh and the glasses, as soon as I heard Katie cackle, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's
0: enough, well, I've won. it
5: took a minute for you to get on the screen. And yeah. I think you had sent Travis like a picture of like part of what you were wearing and you yeah. showed it to me and I was like, I don't know what this is. And then you pop on the screen wearing like an Afro wig in your Bigfoot outfit. And I was just like, so surprised. <laughs> and yes, I was holding the phone and filming this and cackling loudly.
6: <laughs> um, before we talk about that i want to say real quick shout out to uh uh one heat minute uh discord buddy uh uh marco lopez who literally flew out from fucking texas yeah come see this thing um and so you know i did the right thing and i got him really high uh before (laughs) the movie which is why we didn't see him for drinks after as i think he got so (laughs) heroically stupendously high that he just kind of passed out um so big shout out to him for coming um and my uh my buddy Andy, uh screenwriter buddy Andy, who uh
4: who did yeah, that terrific big, movie with Andy Sandberg uh,
6: pa, uh Palm Springs, yeah. Palm Springs. Uh, one of the great uh one of Palm the great movie. pandemic movies. Yeah. And uh I I was very excited to have him there, not only because he's a really good friend of mine and I like him very much, but also because he's a big PTA fan and he hated in hair of Ice, fell asleep watching in hair Vice <laughs> the first time in the theater, hated it. And he watched it a couple more times and he he hated it and he hated it uh and uh he was telling me how he started listening to increment vice and through listening to increment vice uh it's it's not his number one i don't think but it's 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 rocketed from his least favorite pta to his second favorite pta
5: wow
6: Um, and which kind of was initially the whole point of the show was just me to berate people into loving the movie (laughs) and at least there's one test certified test case of someone where that worked um, so yeah, very touched to see everyone come out. A lot out of listens happen had to happen for like that it.
4: one person to turn. <laughs> a lot of yeah, listeners, a yeah. lot of listeners to that show. Uh, so it's good. But yeah, I was not, so happy to see
6: it sell out. All of our LA horny, depressed, stoners uh, come out for that. And yeah, that was uh, in true kind of increment vice fashion. Uh, it got a little, it got a little hinky at first on stage where uh, Blake was not being broadcast visually. Right. We could only hear him booming like the voice of God. Um, <laughs> apparently god's australian and uh so you know i was just kind of doing what i do which is you know kind of pretentiously just wander around and listening to myself talk going oh wow that sounds smart and um like thankfully uh like like something out of a movie explodes on the screen like halfway through and and saves me from myself and and and, uh, uh you know to quote uh django Unchained, kept it funny uh you know he knew to keep it funny uh and yeah it was a lot it was just a lot of fun to talk about the movie and uh uh I didn't really know Katie I like I don't know what you're I don't think either of us had a game plan when we were introducing these movies uh I knew that if I tried I, I tried for like two seconds to think of something to say and I was like I, if I do this I'm gonna try to like collapse the entire podcast into a 10-minute speech <laughs> I'll, I'll lose my mind so I just <laughs> kind of went up there not knowing what I was going to say or do other that I was going to, like, uh, bitch about the strike or the reasons for the strike um, mm-hmm. and curse out Steve Mnuchin, uh, <laughs> yeah. former uh, Treasury uh, Secretary of the Treasury for Donald Trump and executive producer of Inherent Vice. <laughs> uh, beyond that, I didn't really know what I was going to do.
5: Yeah, no, I just winged it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I... In a and which lovely was,
6: like white linen suit.
0: Like, I wanted yeah. to just celebrate I, the, Don Johnson.
4: Me, the first yeah. screening was a celebration of Katie Walsh.
5: I was <laughs> yeah. so happy.
4: I was like, "This is I'm so happy." And in the at least in the Vice screening, despite my technology not working, um, originally and then popping in to the screening as you said, like booming onto the stage. Well, I could so see. Work. In I, could, I in retrospect yeah it was perfect but i couldn't see katie mm-hmm. and i was just and i couldn't really hear the crowd until the great you know courtney Howe was so lovely she did the same thing that katie did for our, our um inherent vice screen she filmed it and sent it through to katie and i <clears throat> and we posted it on our patreon and it was so cool because like i could finally hear how people were responding to us and to katie yeah um and it was so yeah. nice i was like i was just like this is this is the katie walsh the celebration i was just so happy Aww. and everyone was really it was re- we were really chuffed um it really and, was the
6: katie show that first night it was like so good. Uh, <laughs> it was you best. know you go to twitter and instagram to see you know who took pictures of what and you're like oh and i was like I was gonna try and you know grab a couple and send them blake to you if you wanted to like you know throw them up on the feeds and stuff and i was like i hope there's some some good pictures and like it was like literally every picture was like an all-timer of <laughs> katie wearing sunglasses these giant sunglasses on stage uh we didn't uh, even
4: plan that we were both
5: gonna wear sunglasses and we just to
6: rock
4: out with sunglasses on. I wearing know. The, the
6: white I know. the white don
5: johnson linens uh so, yeah. Yeah, I had I to eat. I had to get a, 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 a white blazer for the occasion <laughs> um, and I'm glad I did. But um, yeah, no. Was, well, sorry. Did I interrupt you, Travis? Thank you. No,
6: I, yeah, you interrupted as we were talking about how it was Katie's <laughs> night. How dare you have something to say about that? Yeah.
5: Um, it was funny though because uh, so I I did actually go to one of the other screenings, which was Dark Man, which was right after Inherent Vice, yes. uh, which is which was hosted by Corey Everett, who's a good friend and has That's been Swedish on the podcast, guy. and he's been on Inherent Vice, he's been on, he's done Collateral Confessions, he um does Cinephile Summer and uh, does the Cinephile Games and Little Cinephile, but he we were talking and he's like, what do you? We were ta- chatting a couple of days beforehand. And he's like, and he and I kind of raz each other as friends, but he's like, what are you doing for your intro? And I said, oh, we're just winging it. And he's like, oh, I, I should have just assumed you were going to wing it. And then he goes, I have 10 pages of notes. And Jeez, I was like, Corey, do not no. read 10 pages of Ew. notes. But then he introduced Dark Man and fucking killed it and had like all of this info. Like, everybody in the audience was loving it. He like did a great job. It was like I was like, okay, maybe the ten pages of notes like was a good idea, <laughs> because I went up there and said we started our podcast in twenty twenty two, which I did not realize until I watched Courtney's video. <laughs> no, you said twenty one. It was, it was. But it was I like, said the cared. wrong year, but he whatever. Cares. Hopefully, he everyone cares. figured it out. Yeah. Um. You know, but... there was like
6: that one 1920s journalist with a fedora with the press paper sticking out of their their fedora. <laughs> bangles. Wait a minute!
5: Wait a minute! Walsh yeah just,
6: doesn't know when our own podcast started. <laughs> when
5: our own podcast started um, <laughs> runs out to the
6: lobby to fo- to
5: phone call the story <laughs> but it was just yeah it was just like a giant like it, it was just a love fest for the movie and and also yeah. for us to like you know reflect uh, again like i said before like reflect on the journey of of this podcast and the community that has cropped up around it and also want to shout out jacob from our discord who came who's the sweetest guy and gilbert oh, was oh, there yeah, jacob. he
6: was so nice, he was so um,
5: nice yeah so, like just a lot of really cool people who have come into our lives because of this podcast and also like our little discord community, everyone becoming friends there. It's just like the most fun They're the best uh, it, like that of the internet that yeah, that little haven that we've created of
4: those absolutely frothy mo- Miami Vice fans are just the best, the best, best people. They are so wonderful. Like literally, you usually go to social media apps and you kind of do that wincing thing when you know you're about to get punched because you're like, this is going to suck. Something's going to piss me off. But whenever I open that app, I'm just so happy. It's like all my favorite people all just like chatting and getting like fully deep on different things, like different, you know, different chat threads and stuff like that. And everyone is just such great friends and such sweethearts. It's it's amazing.
5: Yeah, so that's...
6: It's the kind of place oh. where you can call them frothy, as Blake just did, <laughs> and they'll take it the right way. Yeah, so exactly. there's a right way to be to to take that. Yeah, and they'll take it the right way.
5: It's like if you could find anyone more obsessive than Blake about Michael Mann, it's there. <laughs> yeah,
4: it's right there. Yeah,
5: <laughs> and um, I I think it's fun because it, it it does uh, engender like discussion and talking things through with people and like getting deep rather than Twitter, where it's like you have no idea. You know how people are going to take things because it's just going everywhere to like a bunch of random strangers. But um, it's a really fun, everyone's on the same page. So, this is just a plug for our Patreon to become a Patreon member so you can join our Discord because it's just the best, the best place in the internet chat room ever. Yeah.
6: I want to make a random shout out really quickly. I want to not to wrench this away, but I want to make a random shout out to Josh Brolin of all people because really? uh not because he did anything no, uh for for you <laughs> know, like You're for the, say, for the screening do? no no like believe you, you you would have gotten a panicked phone call in the middle of the night that have been <laughs> um no uh just just uh, uh i gotta say i gotta say you know uh uh the miami vice screening that might have been katie's night but i feel like the inherent vice screening was josh brolin's night <laughs> again sitting in the back row watching the crowd um i've seen this movie several times theatrically more than as healthy and um i've never seen a crowd respond to brolin the way they did this time around he was like the mvp of that movie people were like just cackling as soon as he would just like this a a scene would just cut to him sitting at his desk and you'd hear like the laughter start to like ripple and grow through the audience um to the point when he was finally uh filleting that banana of his
0: (laughs) and like
6: it it was speaking of you know just having really great audiences this was another great audience where uh you know they were laughing at all of the great stuff but you know god I was so scared that like something like say like during the sex scene like you were gonna get like a "Uh or or something (laughs) like that Uh, Yeah, you could hear a drop during that scene um like you could it was it was fun to watch these two different masters, uh, PTA and oh, man, you could watch them from afar playing the audience and just orchestrating the audience's emotions. And then every once in a while, Brolin would barge in there and do it, too. Uh, but like <laughs> just just I got to say again, I, I was so excited and happy uh that the people that came to see these they they, they so wanted to interact with the movie
2: mm-hmm. and meet
6: the movies on their terms, on the movie's terms and really experience them and just, you know what? to bring it back to uh ben david uh i don't know him personally but uh we follow each other on twitter and one of my favorite things of his twitter account is every movie he sees is like the greatest movie yep. anyone yes. has ever seen perfect, perfect movie. and so well, this is the best you know uh that thing where he said you know i heard him say that to you he was like i love movies as he's walking out of theater. both of these nights they gave you that feeling where you just you, you like wanted to run out and just be like movies man <laughs> yeah um, yep 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 or or as katie put it you know you know, screaming, let's go uh <laughs> as as the doors kick open at the end of the movie. But oh, no, well, I
5: wish of- I would give a
4: thousand dollars to hit, to be right I next could, to me to go Let's I,
2: go
5: I could not hold myself back. Like literally like Do you? Colin Farrell you- walks into the hospital. It's like directed by Michael Mann, and I just scream, "Let's go!" Hey, do
6: you not remember <laughs> that that's not the only time that you screamed out loud? When uh, did I? What the, was the other time? Do you time? not? Re- do you really I'm not, not remember? <laughs> do you, it's you really not remember?
5: No. What was the other
6: time? <laughs> Jesus, you, you were like in a whole state, weren't you? Um, it was. It was at the beginning. It was. It was. It was. It, it was in the club scene, um, and it was like. It was not right when it when it cut to, you know and maybe res starts off it was like right, almost a couple seconds after that like maybe even a minute like out of nowhere you just go yes <laughs> and like screamed like
5: i don't remember doing that
6: and it, i think it was just like it was like the crew it was like you were seeing all the crew coming together uh, and you, you know you just like it was a it was it was a bellow that's what it was, it was i like bellowed a re- it was a war cry it was like a you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna sell i'm gonna edit i'm gonna rewrite the sentence as i'm saying (laughs) it It was a lusty war cry it was a lusty war cry i don't remember there is probably probably a certain actor there is a certain actor who is probably lucky they didn't they did not uh, attend and get tackled at this screening who colin Um, yeah yeah
5: Yeah. (laughs)
6: can i just well, geez, say how long is the list katie i don't know can, yet I, 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 just, I don't know I,
5: like john ortiz justin oh, Thoreau, sure. dominic but, dominic I, for crying out loud
4: oh my god he's in the dirt Lusty Hall of Fame. Can I just, is the way can, to put that yeah. so firstly katie laughing at Lusty walker was great but then katie's eyes when she said who colin right now ladies and gentlemen <laughs> if we could bottle the way that a woman just looks on this zoom chat her gaze if we could bottle that We make some serious money on this podcast. She she
6: said it the way someone would say, "Like, Colin, do you know him? You know him? (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) you know him?" No, she said it the way a lioness looks
4: up from her prey that she's eating (laughs) is
6: what she said. But yeah, it was a uh, you, you, you let one out. Like you, you pulled the you pulled the ripcord on that.
5: I don't. I didn't know that. (laughs)
6: <laughs> but it was so it was so right like it wasn't was like, it
5: appropriately placed or were people like oh
6: god because like yeah I mean the crowd was so into it like I think they were still like hooting and hollering because of the the movie with that started but what was great is it wasn't right when the movie started it was like oh, people okay. were starting to die down huh. and it was like no 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 I'm gonna like ramp this up one more time before we settle <laughs> in for this bitch and like you just like whooped it up um okay. and it, yeah it was it was, a, it was a it was a war cry a lusty war cry <laughs> 20 uh, and I, I guarantee you, addict. it's like, almost like a Stephen <laughs> King novel. Like, as he's in his mansion, uh, reading a script, or not reading a script because they're on strike, but like reading a book, watching TV, I bet a full-body kind of shiver and goosebumps <laughs> flooded uh, Colin Farrell's nervous system and that, that that War Cry was whooped. Like, he felt it on some level. He knew. He knew.
5: Well, before we <laughs> were talking about the lusty War Cry, I was thinking that, like, God, my, just my wish for really anyone but for for Colin and for Michael is to watch Miami Vice with the audience that we had because yeah I think it would oh, heal yeah. them yeah
6: yeah that's I was actually thinking about that a lot that night you know I know that uh the audience responses to this to both of these movies were pretty mixed um uh certainly I think just about every list of PTA's movies, Inherent Vice is at the bottom uh, for most people. Uh, And I know that uh, the relationship that man and especially like, you know, the Feral especially has had with this film has been kind of contentious. It would be so nice for, I I think, I think, well, PTA knows he was on the fucking show, but um, it's so, it would be so nice to watch them see that people Mm -hmm. dig the work that they did. Yeah. Yeah. and uh i have an anecdote about watching michael mann watch one of his movies not this movie uh we'll talk about this maybe on a future uh one heat minute show but uh i would love to be able to sit back and watch him realize that people fucking love this thing that this movie means something to people and i'm not going to lie i think there were other people i was like i was sniffling at the end of this thing i had tears in my eyes oh, like the you know time runner. oh man
4: fuck you're only you're only human you're only human yeah
6: yeah um and so yeah i i would love i would love for them to be able to watch this and realize oh people this is like some people's favorite fucking movie of all time like this is not just them. their favorite man movie not just their favorite michael mann movie this is they just their favorite fucking movie
4: mm-hmm. can you imagine like john ortiz? like that's the other people i think about like i think about like john ortiz i want to watch yeah. john ortiz see this movie with people who love him yes. like who quote every fucking line that he's doing in the movie who just adore him. Like even Eddie Marzan, like I want, I, I want all those ancillary people too, because the love for this movie is so genuine and so amazing. It's, it's just, it's just wonderful. But um mm-hmm. you did tease. We will wrap this up because we have another collateral confessions conversation coming up. Travis is coming back into the Miami vice versa to talk about collateral, which was super excited about. Can't wait for that. And um I think are both of you guys did both of you manage to get tickets to the Manhunter screening that's coming up with one Michael Ann.
6: With one Michael Mann, yeah. yes, thanks to
5: Travis. I am going to that screen. Oh, eight, bless
6: so. you! Yeah, because I heard
4: there's
5: there a few people
4: on our Discord who were like also fighting and got tickets for each other for different screenings and upcoming Ferrari screening in New York. And I was like, please tell me one of the people that is in this crew got tickets to that screening. Yeah, and Hunter will be. A I banger. was
6: marine crawling under enemy fire to get those <laughs> fucking things, a blade in my teeth. yeah it was Uh, the the, the blood of my friends and brothers (laughs) spattered across my face (laughs) uh but yeah uh yeah we're gonna be there uh we're gonna and uh hopefully uh man will be in the audience for at least part of it because i i want to watch him watch this movie
0: Mm
4: um amazing he's
6: not he is not the steely implacable gentleman you might assume him to be when watching his own films as i from my one lone experience with that it's a lot of fun to watch and so i'd like to see that But before that, uh, um, I do want to say real quick, just a quick shout-out. Big thank you to uh, the American Cinematheque and to Lyric at the American Cinematheque. Who was kind of our point person to getting everything set up, all the tech stuff, all the Zoom stuff. um, Answering 8 million fucking questions uh, uh, that at least I had. Um, And I just want to say that I think that this Friend of a Fest, this podcast festival thing, this was a lot of fucking fun. What a clever... Uh, i and fun idea this was amazing
4: little collection out. amazing collection yeah. of movies amazing yeah. collection of movies amazing collection of creators all talking about their favorite shit it was so awesome and then I think what happened is once once that initial drop happened and the response it, it grew like it had yeah you know you had like Mark Maron doing Dog Day Afternoon and obviously mm-hmm. we had our friend of both of our shows Trav like Jimmy Hempel doing the Oliver Stone with JFK like with know, JFK like, and like, Oliver like
6: Stone fuck. Crazy crazy um, um and the- the variety that it led to you know where there were shows that have specific movies they focus on like ours with 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 our twin vices but then you know you've got the indie wire podcast being able to do JFK you've got the pure cinema podcast boys uh whipping out California split California does not split. Get played a lot
2: um Quite. outside
6: of like the new Beverly once in a while you've got um or yeah like like Corey, you know uh, Dark Man, which is such a cool left field movie to pick um and I like that that created a little noir night um, yeah. For our Saturday night, you know, Inherent Vice uh-huh. and Dark Man, which is such a wild ass double feature. Uh-huh. But <laughs> yeah, I just want to say a uh, big shout out to the Cinematech for doing this. I think it was such a cool idea that allowed for such a, a variety and diversity of programmers and films and audiences. And I really hope they bring it back. Uh, next year because I thought this was this was a lot of fun it was really cool I mean this... it
5: was like wildly successful I think like every yeah. show was sold out so and the movies were you know everyone was very enthusiastic about it so I, I think it was a, a big success for them I hope it was super fun and like you said I mean great lineups of movies and stuff that you would not expect to necessarily see on a repertory calendar so yeah
6: and, and I, it felt if, like if it it felt they like are gonna audience, do it. It was like their favorite
4: movie that they were seeing. Like yeah and if they are, are gonna do cool. it, just give a little bit of notice. And I will <laughs> yes. promise I will promise to be there in person. That is my actual dream. To be on I stage know. with Katie doing a num encore
5: screen. I know, I know.
4: And look, um, there's a few other movies we've covered. There's a few <laughs> other movies we've covered pretty extensively. I, I know that Travis wouldn't mind being a dance partner on a Zodiac screening and, uh, or a, or a Master. All, all the President's Men. All the President's Men, Master and Commander. Fucking Chuck Collateral up there. Katie, you and I can do a collateral screening. I mean, you know, totally. there's, there's a few movies. Um, I might even talk to Maria Lewis and see if they've got a Josie and the Pussycats in them, you know? Oh, my
6: God. Yeah. yes that, and, oh
5: my know. god absolutely yeah so like, see the um, thing I, is
6: they would never get to the movie because i feel like you and maria would just be doing like a bit for two hours <laughs> like, they, like, like they would have to do those vaudeville hooks bits, where they're finally bits. like get them off the fucking stage yeah
5: um and yes thank you uh travis for shouting out lyric who was amazing from the american in a
4: former student
5: a former student of mine at chapman <laughs> university what and awesome awesome um, thing she really wanted to be a programmer uh when she was in school and was super dedicated and like really just was like making it happen and i'm so glad she's at american cinematech so i'm just very proud of her lyric Ugh. um hmm. anyway american cinematech is family love them so much love everything they do and can't wait for beyond fest
2: which Ugh. is when oh the greatest, greatest toxic time avenger of
6: year. oh
3: my god greatest
6: Time of the year, yeah. my favorite time of the year, Beyond Fest. I live for Beyond Fest. I only become fully a, a, a complete functional human being who is <laughs> myself uh, for that uh, two-week period uh, when Beyond Fest happens. It is the world's greatest film festival in the world's greatest city with the greatest genre films, and uh, uh you've probably heard about it because, I mean, Christ, every show sells out so fucking quickly. It feels like the whole world is going for tickets. But if you haven't heard about it, if you live in LA. Yeah uh you oh my god come to cinematech and and, and and check out beyond fast jesus christ greatest despite film festival on the earth. crazy
5: ticketing we got tickets to everything we wanted
6: everything yes. we wanted <laughs> Include I, I ended up getting tickets to stuff i can't go to because of other shows we're going to uh like got very lucky this year i don't know what happened um but uh yeah they they, they put on the best show on earth and yeah we're gonna see michael fucking man uh uh, watch and Man talk Hunter. about uh Manhunter. Man yeah. It's just gonna be him and us, sport. Just
4: him <laughs> and us, sport. Bless it. All right. Well guys, this has been increment nice. A lovely little team up. We're gonna team up again. This has been so much fun. I'm so proud of you both. Um uh, and uh for 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 making all of this happen and uh it it was a completely surreal experience. I told Travis and Katie both offline. I just want to say thank you to everyone and thank you for your ongoing support and for making this happen. And I think the love for our shows was felt really deeply and it was so bizarre. I was at a kid's party on Sunday morning, um, uh, you know, uh, in Australian time to, before I went to uh, the increment, uh, nice uh, increment vice screening rather. And so when I, I came back to this kid's party to pick up my family and like a, a some guy was like, Oh, what are you doing? I was just like, Oh, was just introducing a sold out inherent vice screening in LA <laughs> dressed up in a Afro wig and doing a Bigfoot Beyonce impression. And he was like, what? I go, yeah, I know. And then I just went to a kid's party with my kids. And so it was, a, it's a completely surreal experience. And totally. I was kind of, glad, kind of glad that that was happening. Cause I was really Moved and emotional about the whole thing, and I just want to say thank you, you guys. You guys, I was so proud of you both, and I was just—it was the—it was the—I—I am the biggest fan of the movies that we talk about, but I'm an even bigger fan of my co-hosts and and partners in this whole experience. So it it was—we're
5: your fan, yeah, yeah. Thank you for giving us the platform.
6: And to that point, being your fans, gotta say. Uh shout out to Blake fucking Howard, the only person to have more than one podcast <laughs> featured at Yes, this festival, it's really overwhelming. It's overwhelming. kind of a thing. That, you know, we didn't really talk about, but uh Blake had not one, but two shows anchoring this bad boy. He had the opening night show and the first Saturday night show. Uh not too shady.
5: Not, not too even yeah. shady. Bill Simmons had two podcasts
6: no. in the
4: podcast festivals. I see Katie Walsh just getting the K and Pepper and going bang 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 bang.
5: I'm just yeah. stating a fact. You know, what? I didn't
6: see Oliver Stone showing up to talk about Nixon after JFK. <laughs> Fuck
4: didn't Nixon would have sold out too. Nixon would have sold oh, out. I would have
6: I would have skipped my I'm sorry to say this. I mean I love I love JFK, and I know we gotta wrap this up. I would have skipped my own screening for Nixon. Uh sorry. <laughs> I would have left Blake, but I would have script I the because I couldn't go to I couldn't go to JFK because of um uh, Inherent Vice started so quickly across town after it. But uh, yeah, I would have skipped. Uh, I'm sorry to say, I would have skipped up screening for next.
4: Well, I'd well, have to do it. That's okay. We've got more opportunities later. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Increment Vice is on oneheatminute.com. You can find it or incrementvice.com. It is in our suite of stuff, whatever podcast apps you use. There are 46 episodes. Katie and I still absolutely powering oneheatminute.com for Miami Nice. Um, The latest episode, um, which had some amazing revelations, Good Self-Reflection is its title, was in fact our 64th mm-hmm. episode. You are listening oh. to the 65th episode. We are powering towards 100 um and it's getting crazier and crazier i mean just you only had to listen to the lusty war cry digression on this show to hear mm. the very heights um of uh of, of what we do here so um keep listening we've got exciting stuff coming up uh all towards the end of the year and all that sort of stuff so um i can't wait to talk to trav again for a collateral of confessions and katie and i have got an amazing guests coming on some of which are a, a bunch of people who were all very excited and keen to join us after the screening so we're excited eventually Katie will tackle Colin Farrell and he'll come on the show. (laughs) uh, Literally and uh, and figuratively. And we'll go from there. So um, uh, thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks a bunch.